morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Tuesday, May 17th. On this day in 1954, the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its Brown versus Board of Education decision. That ruling held that racially segregated public schools were unequal and therefore unconstitutional. And on this date in 1973, a special Senate committee opened televised hearings on the Watergate scandal. From the entertainment file on this date in 2015, it was the final episode of TV's Mad Men. Now let's get to that first alert forecast on this Tuesday. And good Tuesday morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Sofine with a look at your weather for today. Starting out with temperatures near 70 this morning. A cold front actually moved through overnight. It produced a couple of showers and storms. Hopefully you did get a little bit of rainfall. Now we're drying out. No rain in the forecast today. 83 at noon will be in the upper 80s this afternoon. Mostly sunny skies. Could see a little bit of patchy fog overnight. First thing tomorrow morning starting out at 66. Gets hotter though. 91 for a high on Wednesday. 95 on Thursday with mid-90s on Friday. By the time we get in the weekend, we may have to dodge a couple of showers and storms during the afternoons with highs near 90 degrees. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. It's tough on dad, tough on mother, but having faith and hope is what's going to guide us through the End result, because they still have the work to do, and we have full. After 13 years, a man is finally behind bars in connection to the murder of a 17-year-old who was last seen in Myrtle Beach. And now, Brittany Drexel's family finally has some answers. Georgetown County law enforcement officials have confirmed they found her remains and have charged Raymond Moody with her murder. In 2011, investigators searched a hotel, a motel Moody was staying in. That motel was just outside of Georgetown city limits, not far from where Drexel's last cell phone signal went off in McCullenville. The warrant show that Drexel's cause of death was by means of manual strangulation. Now, Moody was first arrested on obstruction of justice about two weeks ago. He's now charged with murder in addition to criminal sexual conduct and kidnapping in the cold case that has spanned more than a decade. Now, the sheriff says the murder, kidnapping, and rape charges all occurred on the same day, April 25th of 2009, which was the last time Brittany Drexel was seen. And taking a look at the events leading up to Moody's arrest, Brittany Drexel was in front of the Blue Water Resort on Ocean Boulevard in Myrtle Beach when she was last seen back in April of 2009. Surveillance video captured her leaving that hotel. Just minutes after she was seen on camera, she sent one last text message to her boyfriend. After he didn't hear from her again, he contacted her mother, Dawn, who was unaware her daughter had even left her New York home. Her mother then, then called police, and that set off a two-week investigation, followed by a year of searching by family and friends, each search coming up empty. Now, there had been some other leads investigators followed over the years, but it wasn't until 2012 when police announced they were investigating Moody. The Georgetown County resident has a criminal history and served 21 years in prison for charges, including forcible rape and kidnapping. Officials say he received a speeding ticket in Surfside Beach just one day after Drexel disappeared. Now, Moody will have his first court appearance on July 21st. After that, he will have another docket appearance on August the 18th. 
After the announcement of Moody's arrest, we're also hearing from Drexel's mother and father who say they're still processing all of that new information they've received over the last two weeks. Law enforcement saying Brittany Drexel's body has been turned over to the family for a proper funeral. Brittany's mother, Dawn, asking for space as they process all of the information, but promising that they will be discussing the case in time. Both parents at the near loss of words for the investigators who kept the case alive for more than a decade. Law enforcement, the FBI, they did an amazing job on Brittany's case. It may have took them a lo- uh, quite a long time, but we are glad that we're able to bring Brittany home. The Drexel family is planning a pair of celebrations of Brittany's life, one in Myrtle Beach, the other one in her hometown of Rochester, New York. Now, as this case comes to a close, another family is still holding out hope their daughter will come home one day after Raymond Moody was also named a person of interest in her disappearance. 17 long years waiting for answers, holding out hope that Crystal Souls, a daughter, sister, and a mom, is still out there. At one point following Crystal's disappearance from Andrews, South Carolina in 2005, Moody was named a person of interest as well in 2012, but they haven't heard anything since. And while the Drexels say they're finding a bittersweet sense of a peace, the soul's search is not over. She was always so happy and go lucky and just really a good girl. Please come forward and let us get a closure. We really miss her a lot and we just want to bring her home. Her son really needs it, and her whole family needs it. Well, through the years, the Souls family says they stayed close with the Drexels, the two families in similar situations, helping each other to keep that hope alive. Three students were detained after deputies say they found three guns at Sedgefield Middle School. According to the Berkeley County School District, school administrators were tipped off about potential guns on campus yesterday. School officials say they don't have any information that there was a direct threat to the school or that the students had made any threats. No word to shed on any charges if they've been filed against those three juveniles in custody. The Orangeburg County Coroner's Office has released the identity of a child who was fatally shot late Friday night. The coroner identifies him as Winston Hunter. According to Orangeburg County deputies, he was inside a house on McLean Street when a passing vehicle opened fire just past 1130 that night. And the Orangeburg County Sheriff is also releasing new video of a car related to that shooting. Deputies are interested in finding the driver who may be involved in the case. They say it was seen entering Highway 321 within minutes of that shooting. Anyone with information about the case should contact the Orangeburg County Sheriff's Office or Crime Stoppers with any tips. Well, King Street property owners will have a chance to share any objections to the city's estimated assessment for their property. This is all a part of the Business Improvement District Program, or BID. Yeah, and that program will help provide additional service services to what the city already provides for the benefit of those that are in the area. Lauren Quinlan joining us live. And Lauren, you spoke with a council member who says this program could bring a service to help locals and tourists better navigate the area. Good morning. The city says the local business community has identified the need for more services than what the city can provide, but today council members will hear any objections they might receive and manage them accordingly. Existing owner-occupied residences and establishments like churches and government buildings will not be assessed for the bid. However, those who meet the criteria have been sent a certain amount of money that will need to be paid over a period of time. It could be more or less than they anticipated. 
At today's meeting, property owners will be able to share their concerns with council members to possibly find a middle ground. The money property owners must pay will provide additional services to what the city already provides. Some of the improvements that will possibly get funded by the money include cleaning services, street beautification, and an ambassador program. Robert Summerfield with the City of Charleston says by bringing city ambassadors to a business area like King Street, locals and tourists could benefit from their services. They'll be providing some kind of eyes on the street, um, people available, uh, particularly in a tourist environment like our business district, being able to help folks know where they're going, you know, the uh, wayfinding is one of those things that we don't have a lot of downtown at present, uh, although the bid could help pay for a uh, wayfinding program in the future. It might be a little loud. I hope you can hear me, but tonight's meeting will be held at 5 p.m. at Charleston Live in downtown Charleston, Lauren Quinlan, Live Live News. Today is World Baking Day. You can celebrate by baking a surprise for a loved one, or you could always stop by the store and pick up their baked goods and still surprise someone special. After all, you don't have to claim that you did all of the work. Celebrating birthdays today, comedian and former Late Late Show host Craig Ferguson is 59, and singer Jordan Knight of New Kids on the Block is celebrating his 52nd birthday. Thanks again for joining us for Morning, y'all. From Live 5 News, I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning, y'all, is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.